Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. It's currently 10.38 a.m. and it is Friday. Uh, so here's an update of what's happening with all these multiple projects we have going on. Um, so the fence line, really quick. Um, I covered in the last um, podcast or so that the radiator was in really bad shape. And at this point, there it's going to cost about $3,000 to have it repaired. Um, but luckily... We technically don't need the bulldozer right now. I was able to do what I could do with the bulldozer and I did most of the work already with it. So it's not technically essential that we get it running at the moment. So we're going to let the machine sit for a little while. Now with that said, um, the fence line is almost ready to be put in. We have three pretty big boulders um, sticking out of this hillside. And that's actually when the bulldozer broke because I was actually working on trying to rip, you know, with the ripper, break up the rock and pull them out. And I was able to get two really big ones from the other side of the hillside. Um, but there's like three boulders that's kind of right next to each other. Now, what we're going to do is because we have a towable air compressor compressor that will pump out, I think it's like 90 or 100 something CFM constantly. It's a really big, heavy compressor. Um, we're going to get a 90 pound, um, jackhammer that's air powered. And we're going to have a couple of our guys, um, probably two guys go out there and just use the 90 pound jackhammer to start breaking off the rock because we don't need to break, bring the rock out of the ground. It's just sticking out of the hillside where we need to run the fence line to keep it straight. So there's about two feet, maybe three feet max, um, of each of these boulders that need to be busted up. And actually, one of the three boulders, um, we already broke up previously, so there's not much sticking up or sticking out that has to be dealt with. So really, there's only two two big boulders that have to really be dealt with. Um, so in the next few days or so, we're going to have the guys come out and start working on that. And then once they're done um, breaking it all up, I'm going to use my skidster to move all the broken rocks out of the way and move all the dirt out of the way. Um, that way, it's ready for the straight... the the fence line to go in nice and straight so that is the game plan moving forward with the fence line now as far as the biogas digester um so i checked my tracking is actually supposed to be delivered today um but on the tracking for whatever reason it said that there is a delivery no it said delivery rescheduled <laughs> of course it is right delivery rescheduled well and it says we'll update with delivery date as soon as it's available. So I don't know when it's going to come in. It's supposed to come in today. Um, today is Friday, like I said. So Saturday, Sunday, the mail don't run anyway over here, um, especially for FedEx um, and UPS. So um, it's looking like probably Monday or sometime next week I'll be getting the biodigester, which is okay. It gives me time to square away my loose ends. So now that that's on delay a little bit, that's okay. Um, I'm still working on the base for the um, uh, bowel digester to sit on. So yesterday I spent all day with the skidster dumping dirt because the dirt is very fluffy and very powdery. And so what I was doing in order to compact it, because I can literally dump a pile of this dirt and you can put your foot right through it and it'll sink in like a foot. You know, that's how powdery it is. So in order to... To compact it, I, I have to put water on it. So I, I water it, I, I soak it down with water, and then I drive back and forth on it with the skidster. The skidster or with the bucket in the front is probably about five or 6,000 pounds, and it's wheels. So it's a, it's a wheeled skid loader. 
So that means the pounds per square inch underneath the actual wheel is a lot of weight, right? So if you used to take, say, five or 6,000 pounds and you divide that by four wheels, which is on, you know, per square inch of the thread on the bottom, that's a lot of weight. Um, that's a lot of compacting weight. So that's great. So I was using that yesterday. So I built the platform on one side higher because the ground is at a slope. And so on one side, um, it's about six inches um, high. And then on the other end, because the ground is really uneven, um, it's about at least 12 inches, maybe 16 inches high. So what I had to do is keep putting dirt, watering it and soaking it, driving back and forth to compact it. Um, so I did the I did the first half of that like that already and compacted it. And when you walk on it, it is extremely compacted, like really solid because I just drove back and forth, kept soaking it down, driving back and forth, cross gridding it. And it's really, really packed. <laughs> so it's not going to pack any more than that. But I was only able to fill up half of the grade. So um, with the compaction. So yesterday afternoon, before it got dark, I was adding more dirt. Because as you compact, it you know it's going to get um, the the volume technically gets smaller, right? Because it's getting compacted down. So I have to keep filling. So yesterday I added probably another six or seven um, scoops of dirt in there, and then I soaked it down, compacted, soaked it down, and compacted. Um, as of it stands right now, I need to go ahead and soak it down again, um, and then I'm going to dig through my scrap wood to see if I have enough to finish building out the frame for the other three sides. Um, and then I can just go ahead and start floating over the top, keep watering it down, keep compacting it, and it's going to be done. So I'm hoping by the end of today, if I have enough scrap wood in my pile out there, um, I'm hoping to have the frame completely done and have all the dirt in there done smooth and compacted. Basically, I'm trying to get it to the point where it's ready for me to put the radiate floor heating into the, into the, the base of it. Um, and then that way, when the bow digester does come in, I can unfold the bow digester. The bow digester is almost 14, no, yeah, it's almost almost 14 feet long. So it's a pretty long bow digester. Um, and it's about, I think, 60 inches wide or 57. No, I think about 60 inches wide. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of volume there. To be exact, I think it's like 1,200 gallons of water it holds. So that's a lot of water. Or a lot of mass that's going to be in it and also a lot of weight right so that's why i want to make sure i compact as much as i can because i don't want the dirt to settle without me compacting it and then the bow digester has a chance of rolling uh you know either left or right and then not being straight up and down so it's essential that i get the frame finished and get the dirt um squared away now um that's what i'm working on today now tomorrow morning i'm actually leaving the off-grid ranch I'm taking my skidster. I'm taking it. I'm going back across the island to my other home and I'm actually putting a wood fence in on that property. I, I put some nice gates in already with some automations, all solar powered automation, really nice high powered um, systems. Um, but I currently have chain link fence there. So I'm going to remove the chain link fence. I'm going to save the chain link fence and I'm going to recycle it for the fencing that I need to put around the gardens that I'm going to be building at my off grid home and that home on the other side of the island. Uh, so I need to remove the chain link fence. I'm bringing my welder. I need to weld on all my brackets that's going to be supporting the um, 2x4s that's going to be running. And then after that, I can go ahead and start attaching all the plank wood. Um, I'm also treating all the lumber. Um, the 2x4s are treated lumber. The planks that I'm putting on 
Um, I've actually already have two, no, sorry. Oh yeah, two coats of um, a waterproof stain that I've been putting on the wood to help waterproof it so that way I get a lot more life out of them. So that's the game plan. Today, the, well, the fencing is on hold over here at the ranch um, for a little bit until the rock is all busted up. Uh, I'm going to be working on the bow digester frame and getting it level and compacted, trying to finish, hopefully finish that today. I'm going to try hard. And then tomorrow, go back across the island, remove all that chain link fence, and start installing all the wood planks and everything for that fencing. And then as soon as I'm done with that, really that should only take about two days, two or three days max, in order for me to do that fencing I need to do on the other side of the island for my other home. So um, get that done, and as soon as that's done, I'm going to come back. I have somebody that's going to contact me once the rocks is all busted up and ready to go. So when they call me and it's done, then I'll come back and bring the skidster and start, um, you know, dig, moving all that material out of the way. And then that way we're ready for the fencing finally to come in on the um, ranch house or the ranch property. So lots of little things going on, you know, uh, not, not to mention I still need to get my wind turbine up and running. Like right now, guys, outside, the like yesterday was kind of like a little breezy, not, not bad at all. But the winds are picking up again. Today it's windy out there, like really windy. So um, at some point, I do need to get back on that wind turbine um, and, you know, redig a hole, pour concrete for that, and then lift the wind turbine back up, replace the blades, rewire it, and then that way I have all this extra power anyway. But it's not essential because I do have lots of solar power, so I'm not concerned about it at the moment because, like I said, I do have a, a lot. I have a surplus of energy that I just can't consume, so it just goes unused or unwasted you know so <coughs> excuse me guys so that's the game plan um the other thing i have to deal with is my new truck i purchased um what was it last year or the year before um it's got two recalls on it <laughs> believe it and one is weird one is the windshield wipers it has a recall on it, so they need to replace their windshield wipers, which is nothing big. Uh, and then there's actually a bigger recall that they're, they're trying to sort out, which is something about the fuel pump can disintegrate and parts of that can be injected or moved into the engine, which can call fail cause failure. <laughs> so... Um, I do need to take my truck in. But here's the thing. They don't even have a fix for it yet for this fuel pump issue. Like I looked it up and everything and, and the paper they, they gave me for the recall, it says this is the, the issue that needs to be fixed, but they don't have a fix for it yet. So technically, if I take my truck in for the two recalls, they're only going to be able to fix one, which is the windshield wipers, which is nothing really, right? So um, there's that as well I need to take care of. But, um, you know, one thing at a time. So anyway, guys, I'm going to get back on the skidster, start digging through my wood pile, see what I have, finish building this frame out and just keep putting dirt in it, keep soaking it down and just try to have this ready to go. Because here's the thing, the radiate, the radiate floor heating tubing, which is a PEX, I'm using PEX oxygen barrier tubing. That's actually supposed to be delivered next week anyway. So even if I got the biodigester in today, I technically couldn't set it up anyway because I want to make sure I put the radiate um, piping underneath the biodigester. Um, so I need to get that squared away anyway. So like I said, I do have some time. 
Um, but I want to get the frame done today and then I need to go back to the other side of the island and do another project. So anyway, guys, uh, stay tuned. I'll update you guys as things come along. Um, I'm probably going to release one video, I think tomorrow or the next day. And it's how I turned my, um, old hot water heater or the old style hot water heater into a smart hot water heater that anybody can do. And believe me, it saves a ton of power, saves a ton of money, and just makes it way more efficient, makes your hot water heater way more efficient. So if you have a basic electric hot water heater, definitely watch that video because I think it'll surprise you. So anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. See you guys on the next one.